seated before anybody asks. We've got one small step inside our house between my study and the rest of the house. And as I started up that step this morning, my left knee went out, twisted. I fell, and when I fell, my body moved, but my left foot didn't, so I have a twisted ankle this morning. So it's, this is temporary. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. I am here with just a taste, kind of looking forward to our next small group meeting. We are studying our core values and our vision frame, and I, I'm wondering, <clears throat> pardon me, if, if there, how many of you remember what you were doing of the morning of June 5th, 1967? Anybody else? <laughs> okay. Were you being born or something? <laughs> June 5th, 1967 is the day that I went from Oklahoma City, where I was assistant to Brother Barry King, uh, and made a trip to Bartlesville, Oklahoma. Now, I had uh, a, an aunt and uncle and three cousins who lived there. But this was my first trip to Bartlesville as an apostolic. God had called me to go to that city. I remember waking up in turning on the radio. And when Paul Harvey came on, his, he opened his broadcast with the words, the sun came up in thunder this morning. Because June 5th, 1967, was the day that the Six Days War, the Six Day War, started. And uh, so while uh, the nation of Israel was fighting for its very existence, I made my trip to Bartlesville. A short time later, there was a book that came out. It is called Strike Zion. It is the, uh, it's the story of that. I'd, I'd like to get some, some scriptures here before I get more into this. But let's look at uh, the book of uh, Luke, chapter 24, uh, verses 46 and 47. And this is from the Goodspeed translation. It's actually uh, Smith, Pautus Smith did the uh, Old Testament Goodspeed did the New Testament, but it says the scripture said that Christ should suffer as he has done, this is on the road to Emmaus, and rise from the dead on the third day as Jesus was talking to these two travelers. He opened their understanding so they could know about the scriptures. And that repentance leading to forgiveness of sins should be preached to all the heathen in his name. We've already covered that all, that all making disciples of all. We've got that second all, and this is what this, that's about. All, it, it's open to everybody. 
And then in Acts chapter 1 and verse 8, Jesus, before he uh, left again from the Good Speed translation, but you will be given power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be witnesses for me in Jerusalem and all over Judea and Samaria and to the very ends of the earth. Now, he said this to the group of uh, may have been as many as 500 who were there to witness his uh, ascension. We know that uh, 10 days later on the day of Pentecost, there were about 120 of them that were still in the upper room when the Spirit was poured out. Uh, 500 cannot reach the whole world, but that's who he told them to reach. So that brings us to this first all, that we are all going, we are all obligated. That's what we're going to be studying this time around. Now I'm going to try to stay away from the, the lesson itself. But on June the 5th, and you can go ahead and put the Hebrew up, uh, this was one of the code words. Uh, let me give you what, what this is saying, that, that every half hour on that uh, fateful Monday morning, they start the, on the radio and so on, they were giving code words, and these code words were the notice for activation of various parts of the Israeli military. Such code words as uh, lovers of Zion, uh, the wedding march, past and future. And when you heard that on the radio, well, if it was your code, then uh, you were to report to your uh, unit and, and get ready to fight. Peace and greetings. Now, that's a good code word for preparing for war. Uh, the last of the just. Another one was deep roots, uh, close shave, limelight, uh, bitter rice, open window, field of gold. And uh, there was one of these codes that was not used, and that's the code that's on the screen. This was the code that was waiting. There was one that was uh, bullfighters. That was one of the last ones given. That They were ready to activate their preemptory attack on the uh, on the armies that were surrounding them and threatening them. Uh, let's put that in uh, the next slide with a way. Uh, in this book, they, they put that the way it should be said was Mikre Hekal. Uh, I had Regina look this, uh, do this Hebrew for me and, and find this, and she came up with Matsav Hakol. Uh, accent on the second syllable in each one of them. And <clears throat> now I'm sure that's illuminated this a whole lot better for you so that you understand it in the English better than you do in the, in the transliteration better than you do in the Hebrew. Uh, let's, let's go to that next slide and that will help us then because this word, matzav hekol, means situation everyone. 
This was a last-ditch effort in case. This was where they were being overrun. They planned for it. They planned to lose. They planned that they would be beaten. And so they had this last key word for activation. That meant you grabbed your cast iron skillet. You might know not, not know how to fly an airplane, to use the artillery, to even fire a rifle. But at that point, the situation had, would have become so desperate that it was situation everyone. You grab your cast iron skillet, if that's the only thing at hand, you can use it as a shield, and you can bop somebody on the head with it. It's a multi-purpose tool. Whatever is at hand, you use it. Whether you have had a minute's worth of military training or not, when you come to Matsav Hakal, where it is situation everyone, that means you are responsible for the defense of the nation. It has come down to everyone, every man, woman, and child. I, at one point, had a, a draft card that said that because of my college deferment, I was eligible for the draft until I was 35 years old. So after I was 35, I was, they couldn't draft me anymore. When they did try to draft me, they gave me a, what was that, a 1Y designation. Now, I don't know how many of you have ever had a 1Y designation, but actually what that means is women and children first. Captain Sugarman looked at me, looked down at my record, the, the examination, that I, medical examination I'd just been through, looked up again, down, about three, four, five times. He shook his head and he said, you're a physical wreck. I rejoiced. <laughs> one of the things, one of the things that disqualified for military service was I was five pounds under their minimum weight. But I got that fixed. <laughs> what we're looking at in, in this situation is that they prepared for a desperate situation. Everybody, situation, everyone. It's to the place where if you're underweight, if you're overweight, if you're too young, if you're too old, you're still obligated. We've got a fight on our hands that everybody needs to get into. And Jesus, before he left, called out to the entire church, Matsav Hakal. 
we have for 2,000 years and still are in situation. Everyone will see you in small groups.